Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I had an idea. Um, This one is going to be a back to the basics about understanding your human design type. However, I do want to just kind of talk it out and let you know that I am thinking about having another little mini series that's more about the implementation of a human design chart. And personally, I would be sharing my own stories with it. And then I also want to bring on some guests who can talk about their own implementation and how they've experienced it, etc, etc. I find that these ways of actually seeing somebody else implement their different aspects of their human design, their type, their profile, whatever it is, I find that these things are very helpful to view somebody else's so that we deeper understand ourselves. So, just wanted to throw that out there and let you know that that is coming. And if you want a specific thing, let me know. Or if you know anybody who you want me to interview on this, let me know. You can send me a DM. I'll leave my um, Instagram link in the description. So today we're going to go through the overview of the five types. And we're just going to kind of go through what makes up each type, the strategy, signature, not self theme, and different little things of what these mean, how it applies, and all of that. So there are five types in human design. A lot of times people will say there's four, but there is five because manifesting generators are still generators, but they're more of a subtype. So there are five types in the human design chart in the human design system. These types are the generalization of your entire chart. And because of this, it's important to not get too sucked into the stereotypes of them because your chart just has so many different facets to it. But nonetheless, type is still helpful because it gives us a way to categorize our energy as a whole. So your type is made by your definition. And we covered definition in one of the other ones. I think it was, um, actually, I think we covered it in a couple of them. So if you just scroll back a little bit, I think it's maybe like episode nine um, and then a few of the back to the basic ones that we've already done. So your type is made by your definition. So when the gates are lit up and defined in your chart, some of them may actually connect with the other one in their channel from the opposite center. When this connection happens, the centers are then both defined. And which centers you have defined in your chart overall tells you what type you are. So as a standard, anyone with a sacral center defined is a generator. Anyone with a motor center, which is the sacral, the ego, the emotional, and the root. So anyone with a motor center connected to the throat, whether directly or indirectly, is a manifester. So an indirect connection to the throat would be like if the root was defined, the spleen was defined, and then the throat was defined through there. So that would be connected through the splenic center. That is an indirect manifester. Same thing if the sacral was going through the G-center and connected to the throat. That's also an indirect um, connection for manifesting. And then if you had like the ego to the throat or the emotional center to the throat, that is a direct channel for a manifester. 
So past that, anyone with both of those two, so the sacral lit up and then a motor center connected to the throat, whether directly or indirectly, that's going to be a manifesting generator. Anyone with none of those, so no sacral center, no motor center connecting to the throat, but still has defined centers, so maybe it's having your head center and your ajna center lit up, and those are the only two that you have. That means that this person is a projector. So if you don't have any, if you don't have the sacral center and you don't have the motor to the throat, but you still have definition in the centers is a projector. And anyone who doesn't have any of the centers defined is a reflector. So that is how you determine who, like what the chart is that you're looking at and what type that person is. So let's talk about the strategy signature and not self theme. These are three aspects of the types that are the same for that type. So every manifester will have the same signature strategy and not self theme. Every generator will have the same signature strategy and not self theme. Same thing for all the other types. And each of these have a strategy signature and not self theme. So the signature is what you're meant to feel when you're aligned and living your design. The strategy is how your energy is meant to interact with the world around you. And the not self theme is how you feel when there is a signal that something is off or unaligned. So the signature is when you're aligned, the not self is when you're unaligned, and the strategy is how you're meant to interact with the world. So in my perspective, each type is meant to wait in their strategy, but what they wait for is different. And I say this because a lot of people say that manifestors don't wait at all, but I actually have seen differently. They usually wait for creative inspiration, but that's, we'll get to that. So each type is meant to wait in their strategy, but what they wait for is different. Each type is meant to thrive. So no matter if you're a generator, manifesting generator, manifester, projector, reflector, it does not matter. You are meant to thrive. Each type is meant to thrive, but the feeling that tells you that you're thriving is different. And each type has a signal to let you know when you need to look deeper into the situation. That'll be your not self theme. So there are more variables to these. Obviously, this is a whole chart and not just, again, this is, we're only talking about type. There are so many different nuances. So there are more variables to these, but let's just start with the overview and test it out. And then you can learn the variable parts when you're ready to delve deeper into the human design system. So let's talk about manifestors. Their signature, what they are meant to feel when they are aligned is peace. And your environment will be peaceful. You will feel peaceful. Really, it's more of that inner peace that you just feel calm and peaceful. And when you are out of alignment, your not self-theme is anger. So when you're feeling anger, obviously peace is not in there at the same time. So aligned is peaceful. Unaligned is anger. And then your strategy is to wait for the creative inspiration to inform and initiate. More so, you're waiting for the inspiration or the idea of what you're sharing and where you're going. 
And the reason that I say this differently than other people is because we don't see manifestors doing things all the time. It's not that they can't, it's that they don't have that sacral life force energy just like projectors and reflectors. They still need to cultivate their energy and it's kind of like pulling the arrow back before you shoot it. And I think that was um, a metaphor that I heard from Eden Carpenter at one point. But pulling the arrow back before you shoot it, because it's more like, again, giving yourself enough time to rest to then have the energy to go forward and inform and initiate and do the things that you're here to do. So that's manifestors. Generators have a signature of satisfaction. So when you are in alignment, when you're doing what you're meant to do, you will feel satisfied with it. And it's kind of like that breath of fresh air, like, ah, oh, yes, like this feels good. Like I, I did this. I completed this. I got to do this and this feels good. The not self theme. So when you're unaligned, it's going to feel like frustration. And this can be more so like you're frustrated the way that it turned out or you're frustrated that it's taking forever or you can be frustrated about the timing or whoever's with you. Like there are so many different things that can lead to frustration. But when it's trying to signal to you that there's something unaligned, you will feel frustration. Because again, when you're aligned, you're meant to feel satisfaction. And then your strategy is to wait to respond and generators in my mind have it very easy again this is an outsider looking in every single person feels like their chart is the hardest one to deal with and they always want to be something else or they always want to change something about it but all you have to do is say no to the things that are not correct for you because the universe is constantly fielding you different things to respond to. So this can look like somebody asks you to work on a project with them. It doesn't feel aligned for you. It doesn't really feel like it's going to be fun. It doesn't excite your sacral energy. So you say no. Again, you're going to have to go through and actually um, consult with your authority. So I'm talking about a sacral generator right now. So if it doesn't excite you, say no to it. When you overburden yourself and you overcommit yourself, that's when you get stuck in frustration because you were supposed to say no, but you said yes. So your strategy is to wait to respond and you will constantly have things to respond to and it's really cultivating that trust that something will come in your path. So you're waiting for something to respond to that piques your authority's interest. Okay, take a second, let this sink in, and we'll be right back. So manifesting generators, your signature is both satisfaction and peace. So you will feel these maybe at the same time, but more so selectively, depending on what you're doing, depending on whether you're acting more from the generator side of you or the manifester side of you. And these do not function separately. These are still together. It's not that you're more one than the other. It's a very good balance. Again, it depends more so on the channels that you have in your chart. So your not self theme is going to be frustration and anger. And usually you can tell by what emotion you're feeling. If you're feeling frustration, then that means that you're not satisfied with something. 
If you're feeling anger, that means you're not peaceful. And you can choose which one you're feeling. You can really tap into which one you're feeling to know, okay, do I need to say no to this thing or do I need to do something else to feel satisfaction? Or do I need to inform and initiate more? Did I miss an opportunity to inform and initiate? Like which which area is it coming from more so? So your strategy as a manifesting generator is to wait to respond and then inform and initiate. This comes more so because of the fact that the manifester side of you is, again, it's waiting for that creative inspiration and you will get more opportunities through your generator side. Because, again, with the generator, you're constantly being fielded different things to respond to outside of you with your sacral energy. So that is a little bit higher on the totem pole for that. So you're waiting to respond first and then you inform and initiate. So projectors, for projectors, your signature, what you are aligned to feel is success. And this also is outward success as well. When you are living in alignment, when you are accepting the right invitations, when you're going the way that you should be going, the way that you're meant to be going, you will reach success as we know it. And when you're in the not-self theme, so when you are unaligned, when you're not going the way that you're meant to, this will show up as bitterness. And bitterness is more like resentment. It's like seeing other people being recognized, seeing other people being accepted for who they are and heard and seen, and you feel like you're being ignored. That's what bitterness feels like. It's more like resentful kind of like a sour taste in your mouth. It, fe- it just feels sour. The energy feels sour. But when you are aligned, you feel success. You're recognized, you're invited, all that. And your strategy as a projector is to wait for recognition and the invitation. These are two different things. Recognition comes before the invitation and after the invitation. And the invitation comes when somebody obviously recognizes you. So it's not enough just to be recognized because of the fact that if somebody's recognizing you, that doesn't mean they're inviting you to give them advice. And the same thing for the opposite side. If someone invites you, that doesn't mean that they have recognized you for who you are. And it's a very nuanced way of dancing with somebody else's energy. For instance... There was a friend that I used to have where she would invite me to give her advice, but she did not recognize me for the advice that I would give. So for me, I had to recognize my own, um, my own self, my own advice, and I had to detach from it. And I've written a few different articles about this on my blog, and I will link that below as well. But it's very different and I had to pull myself out of that situation because those invitations weren't true invitations. So you're waiting for the recognition of your gifts, of your brilliance, and then the invitation will follow if it is correct. Anytime you're not receiving an invitation from somebody that you are trying to, one, you're not supposed to try to receive invitations, but that's a whole different topic. But anytime you're not receiving invitations is your energy protecting you from feeling bitterness. 
<laughs> more so, even though with our mind, we try to make it happen. And then we feel bitterness because we tried. <laughs> so as a projector, you're waiting for someone to invite your advice and insights so that you're heard. Again, I have so many different articles about being a projector. I'm a projector. I know how this feels and I understand the struggle. <laughs> so reflectors, your signature is surprise. And surprise is like getting a gift randomly or seeing that something has happened. Let's say you gave your advice to somebody, you told somebody what was wrong with whatever they were doing or just like the way that things were going. Let's say you're in a group and you let them know like, hey, we seem kind of dysfunctional right now and I'm not really sure what to do about it, but I mean, there you go. And letting them, I mean, I'm sure you probably have more insights about it. So definitely let them know, but don't have any expectations about them actually implementing it. Because when you have these, these expectations and they don't follow through on this, that's what brings your not-self theme of disappointment because of the fact that you had the expectation that they would follow it. Again, it's more about the expectation because the not-self theme, when you're unaligned, you will feel disappointed that they did not follow through on the advice that you gave them. And then when you feel your signature, when you're aligned, you will feel surprised and delighted about the fact that they did and that they actually took your advice and things are going better now. So your strategy... When you are making bigger decisions, your strategy is to wait for the lunar cycle. And this is really because of the fact that you have most of your energy lit up, but it's not connected. So you're not a solar chart, you're a lunar chart. You're more nuanced, you have more flow, you have more open energy to where the moon is going to show you the different aspects of this decision. So it takes up to 28 days, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less, but usually 28 days. And then you can tap into the transit charts as well to figure out different things. It's a whole different, it's very nuanced for reflectors for sure. And if you want a specific episode on using transit charts, to be a reflector and make decisions a little bit more uh, clearly, concisely, and faster, let me know. Message me on Instagram. Shoot me a DM. But your strategy is to wait for the lunar cycle. So I also want to point out, reflectors, obviously, you're not going to use your strategy to decide what you want to eat for dinner. That's, that's not a viable way to decide your day-to-day -day habits. Same thing for projectors. You're not waiting for somebody to recognize you and invite you to dinner. You can do whatever you want to. It's when you're sharing your advice and giving your advice to somebody else where it matters to wait for recognition and wait for the invitation. For generators and manifesting generators, you can actually tap into and you should tap into your generator sacral energy to decide everything that you do. And this is more in the moment. Again, this is sacral authority. If you have an emotional authority, that's a totally different topic. But for sacral authority, you are literally tabbing into what is exciting for me right now. 
And this is not a future-based decision. This is not a past-based decision. This is a here and now, in the moment, what do I want? What excites me? So if you're, let's say, out at a restaurant, you can look at every single one of the menu items or the ones that you have in mind, and you can tap into that energy of how would it feel to have this. Whichever one truly excites you, like you'll know. You will feel it and you will be ready. You'll be primed and ready to have that as your meal. And then for manifestors, you're pretty much the ones that are deciding where we're going for dinner. So, again, this is just one of the ways that your chart tells you the biggest aspects of really what makes you similar to other people and how you're meant to interact with the world around you. Because again, a lot of the times when you're making decisions, this should be going through your authority. So it's less about your strategy and more about your authority because your authority is the decisive decision maker and that is what you should focus on. Whereas the strategy is how you're meant to interact with the world around you. So I hope this has been helpful. Let me know if you have any questions. Send me a message, send me a DM, and I'll see you next week.